Well, good morning, everybody. It is Marcus Padley at the Marcus Today newsletter, bringing you the pre-market podcast. As always, this is general advice only, if it's advice at all. And if you want advice which is suited to your personal financial circumstances, go and see a financial planner. Right, Dow Jones down yet again. It was down around 300 points yesterday. It is down another 280 points. That's 0.88% today. S&P 500 down 0.8%. NASDAQ down down 0.56%. Our futures this morning down 69 points. And that follows a reasonably impressive performance from our market yesterday. We opened down 61 yesterday and closed down just 12 points. When we went to bed last night, the Dow futures were up 200, but it was obviously not to be. It looks like last Friday's 1,000 point sell-off in the US is turning into a downtrend, unfortunately. European markets not doing too well either. Stock 600 index, which is an index of the biggest 600 stocks in Europe, down 1.12% and hitting a six-week week low. One of the Newswire statistics is that August for the Nasdaq, S&P 500 and Dow Jones was the worst August since 2015. Some of the headlines in the Newswire's overnight. Wall Street ends August with a whimper on Fed worry. And another one, stocks struggle, oil down on rate and recession fears. And another Newswire comment was, all Powell cares about is getting inflation down. Interest rates, the problem again overnight, not helped in Europe by Eurozone inflation numbers, which hit a record high. Eurozone inflation is at 9.1%, up from 8.9%. Hasn't peaked yet, obviously, and consensus was 9.0. There's an ECB meeting next Thursday, the 8th of September. Obviously, growing speculation, they're going to raise rates 75 basis points. Ahead of the US non-farm payrolls number on Friday, there was the ADP National Employment Report overnight, which is private payrolls. And although I could tell you what the number was, it seems the number is being poo-pooed for being restated and therefore is not really a great comparison with previous numbers. Anyway, the jobs number on Friday, the all-important one, we're expecting plus 300,000 jobs, quite a wide range on that as well. And that obviously feeds into the debate of the size of the next rate rise at the FOMC meeting on September. September the 21st. This morning, the odds of a 75 basis point rise are at 72%, up from 61% a week ago and 28% a month ago. In other words, a 75 basis point rate rise at the next FOMC meeting is in the price. There is, of course, an RBA meeting on Tuesday, and the expectations are that they will raise rates by 50 basis points. Not helping the markets overnight was a comment from Capital Economics. Capital Economics, by the way, are a group of economists, some of which used to work at the RBA, and they are thought to be one of the few independent economic commentators who say it as it is, rather than as their masters, be that the government, the RBA, or if you're an economist at one of the big fund managers or banks, your masters don't want you to ever say sell. So capital economics are seen as being credible because they are independent 
and a capital economics comment overnight was our composite tracking models suggest that the chances of a recession in the US that is within the next year have risen markedly. Despite that interest rates are still the problem US 10 year bond overnight up another eight basis points and the Australian 10 year bond yield up as well now sitting at 3.671% your mortgage rate is going to be 6% before you know where it is. The two year bond yield also hit a two uh, sorry a 15 year high in the US. Not helping resources were Chinese PMI numbers yesterday. Continued weakness blamed on a COVID outbreak, the worst heat wave in decades and a struggling property sector. BHP and Rio not too bad overnight, down 0.92 and 0.85% in the US. US resources stocks reasonably well behaved, small falls, nothing major. Iron ore price up 0.26% overnight. All the metal prices down, but not by much. And gold, I've got a chart of the gold price in the overnight report today. Gold price down another $10 to a six-week low. Gold price is down 17% since March. It may not sound like much to an equity investor, but that's a big move for a commodity. And the US dollar not helping up at a or near to a 20-year high. Amongst the US sectors, energy the best performer. That's despite the oil price down 2.8% overnight. The oil price is tipping over on recession fears now and it is below where it was when the Ukraine war broke out. Rather worryingly for Europe, Russia has halted gas supplies for three days of maintenance and that has prompted fears that they will not turn it back on. We will see in three days time. Defensive sectors outperforming in the US. Worst sector was technology and other interest rate sensitive sectors like real estate and financials and chip makers dropped on some soft forecasts from companies that make chips, including Seagate, which fell 3.5%, and HP Inc., which was down 7.7%. In Australia, the results season has ended. Hooray, we can get back to normal, worrying about ideas rather than news releases. A lot of stockbroker analysts have been working long hours over the last month, getting their research out in reaction to what could be multiple stocks per day for some of them. They often take holidays in September, so there might be less research around this month. Everyone a bit exhausted. BHPX dividend today. Investors wouldn't worry about this, but we sold BHP yesterday in our ideas portfolio. Stocks going ex-dividend, especially in a falling market, do tend to start to trend down for a period of time. Fortescue is ex-dividend next Monday, and ex-dividend today are Whitehaven Coal and AGL, Coals and Mineral Resources ex-dividend tomorrow. Some of the headlines today, UN inspectors near Ukrainian nuclear plant on mission to avert an accident. US private payrolls growth slows in August. German bonds head for the worst month in 30 years. Russia deepens Europe's energy sneeze with new gas hold. Full storage of gas, no fix for Europe's winter energy crunch. Stock picking hedge funds poised for worst performance in 10 years. West mourns Gorbachev, the peacemaker. Russia recalls his failures. US officials order Nvidia to halt sales of top AI chips to China. Taiwan vows counterattack if Chinese forces enter its territory. Snap up 8.7% overnight to cut 20% of staff and cancel projects in 
cost-cutting effort, and that meme stock Bed Bath and Beyond fell 21% overnight on a corporate overhaul. They have debt issues, closing 150 stores. This is the stock that the AMC Entertainment CEO used to own 9.8%. He sold it recently, uh, collapsing the share price. And lastly, Fed speak Mester, who's a Fed governor, says rates will need to go to 4% and stay there for the whole of 2023. Initial jobless claims tonight in the US. Not much else going on. Focus obviously on the US jobs numbers on Friday. US has a holiday next Monday, a long weekend for them. The RBA next Tuesday. US CPI numbers on September the 12th. ECB meeting on September the 8th. And that's about it. Rather disappointed with the soggy market trend since last Friday. I was hoping things would hold, but it looks like we are just drifting away. Not sure I'd be buying anything at the moment and would still be thinking about possibly selling a few things, although I don't see the market as being precipitous at the moment, just dull. That's about that. You have a good day. I'll be back for the end of day podcast and for members, the morning meeting podcast later today. (laughs) 